at, like I know of the Dutch or like yeah, you the, know the Dutch, yeah, the Dutch. <laughs> I know the Dutch. I know the Dutch. <laughs> As I was saying that, I'm thinking of like who do I, I actually know? Name know? one Dutch person. <laughs> Hey ladies, and welcome back to Herspective. I feel again like it's been a long time since we've chatted. The time frames right now just are like all over the place. Like it's some days it feels like it's been weeks. Sometimes it feels like it's been like an hour. Like I just can't get like a routine feeling in like how time is working right now for me if that makes any sense at all which I feel like it didn't but you get it no it does because there's like <laughs> usually we have things to structure our life with and even though we have work it's like everything's all over the place when you're at home all the time it's it's a lot yeah I, I know what you mean <laughs> it is a lot um yeah so I mean we as per usual have a super fun episode with some really funny ladies and some they were just like high energy like awesome um so we're gonna get into that pretty soon but first we'd like to thank our sponsor vitality md so vitality md has amazing treatments to help with sexual interest and arousal disorders or stress urinary incontinence and they're offering perspective listeners 100 dollars off the o-shot and or the vivive treatment so if any of you ladies think you're experiencing some of these disorders or any of these symptoms that come with these disorders, make sure you start a consultation with Dr. Kaplan, the owner and founder of Vitality MD, and anyone on her team so they can help you assess and choose which treatment is right for you. Seriously, ladies, you deserve this. For far too long, we are led to believe that the lack of libido, reduction in pleasure or orgasms, urinary issues after babies, and so much more are just part of aging or becoming a mother, and that is simply not how we have to live. We do have options. You do not have to just live with this. We want to normalize the conversation and these conditions as well. So go to vitalitymd.com and book in the O-Shot or Viviv treatments and make sure you use promo code HERSPECTIVE100. Amazing. And yeah, I mean, we've said it before. You do deserve this. There is help. And it would really just start with a consultation with Dr. Kaplan or her amazing team of experts. So Really, what are you waiting for? Like, right now, there's nothing else going on. So get all that shit sorted out. (laughs) When you're bored, go look for libido help. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you have ample amount of time to have just, like, the best orgasms possible. So, like, go chase that down. Yeah. What else are you really doing right now if you're not chasing orgasms? Get it, girl. I mean, speaking of, like, ample time, though, right now, for me personally – I am feeling like super challenged by just the way life is right now. I don't know if, well, I I shouldn't say I don't know. I'm confident that many, many of our listeners and just people in general out there are kind of hitting that wall right now. I definitely am. Like I had to have a good cry today, work, virtual school, not knowing like what the future is holding for us in terms of like when can we resume some normal stuff. We need to hang on to the hope that it can resume. It's going to be over. Of course it is. I know that. Yeah. But I'm just sharing this because, again, like I feel like people, you know, don't want to show 
that they're being affected by it. And as a mom, like I just read a, uh, I saw a post, I shouldn't say, I read a study, I read a post about a study that was done recently that the pandemic is hardest on moms. Now, this is, this is not me taking anything away from anybody else or any non-moms. I'm just saying like, this is what some study has determined. And as a mom, I get that. Just because you're pulled in a million different directions, all day every day and you don't get a weekend to unplug right like that doesn't just stop because it's Saturday no you certainly have a lot more on your plate than like and again not to take away from anyone you know everyone is affected by this differently and you know people go through their own struggles but moms especially with the virtual school we've said it before we'll say it again I don't know how the fuck you do it like I can't even imagine it stresses me out just thinking about how you're doing it plus all your other shit that you have to do on the reg. Like, we all know women have whatever. Anyways, I don't know how you guys do it. So I think that I completely understand what where that study came from. And I feel for you. And I'm glad you mentioned it because even though, yes, this is like we're all in this together. And typically this is you know, pandemic or not, a really hard time of year. People start to kind of go a little stir crazy. The winter is tough for people. We need to be in our vitamin D environments, but this year we are faced with the pandemic. So I'm glad that you mentioned it. And, you know, it's important to keep talking about it. We always have these like, oh, stay positive, um, you know, sayings and, and like we're always supposed to stay positive, but sometimes we're supposed to fucking acknowledge our feelings and that's the only way to kind of deal with it, I think. Yeah, totally. And that's exactly why I am putting it out there because typically we are really positive and I'm still positive and I'm very much optimistic, but I... But this doesn't make you not positive, like saying how you're feeling. Yeah, I just had to, like, I just had to sit in my emotions today. I just had to let the fact that I feel completely overwhelmed and I feel a little bit like stuck and... I'm having a little bit of fear of the unknown at the moment and I just had to like let it come the waterworks came and normally I would do everything I can to stifle it especially since it was in the middle of the day in the middle of a work day in the middle of the school day um but I just was like you know what no I need it I need to get it out I need to sit in those feelings for you. and and I do feel better I let those emotions out I accepted them and I'm doing the things that I do to move on and just cope and I mean this podcast is one of them I mean just getting on here and chatting, speaking to like amazing women that we have on here, hearing their stories, lots that we can all relate to, laughing, like it's just, it is really therapeutic. And even just doing little social things for the pod, like today we jumped on that bandwagon of Ask Us Anything trend and um, that was so fun. Like we've gotten so many awesome questions, mostly about podcasting, which I was kind of surprised. I would think that people would want to get a little more personal. I'm They know all about us. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. They don't need more information. We haven't left much to the imagination, I guess. Um, I haven't even gotten to answer all of them just yet, but I will. And uh, they are up. And I actually started a highlight for them because just in case people were ever curious and want to like kind of get a quick snapshot of like who we are, what we're about you know, our love for podcasting, the different questions that we were asked. So that'll be there too. But again, it's just like really therapeutic and it's nice. And I, like everybody else, have never dealt with living through a pandemic. So today was like the first day in over 
well, I guess it's almost been a year since I've technically been like home is the first time that I really like felt this heaviness because of it. Like it's always been shit. Like it sucks <laughs> that we've been. This is the second I'm lockdown. You don't cry all the time. Like fuck. I'm really not want- a big crier. I know, but actually. I want to cry for you thinking about having to <laughs> work and then virtually school your kids. Like I can't stress enough how stressful this is thinking for me of thinking of doing this. Like yeah, no. most of it actually right now like what's been more overwhelming is that I feel and sort of sense a little bit of like social regression for my youngest and also really out there for other parents, moms um, with younger ones. I'm talking like kindergarten age if you're experiencing that too because we're not allowed to see anybody. He's really not seeing anybody his age other than like through the screen and that's not real interaction and And his brother which and his brother who's older and i mean all of us are sick of each other like yeah we're just well and their brothers we're not gonna expect them to be getting along 24 7 oh and they they certainly don't and that's another thing like that just adds to like the stress in the house right because like they're again they're sick of each other and it's a lot and they're different ages and so i am just getting kind of like concerned about like his overall well-being and his mental health because these little ones don't really know how to cope um with how they're feeling we don't know how to cope yeah we don't (laughs) are they supposed to never mind them who like are used to just kind of you know playing and having fun and seeing their friends and living this completely innocent um unfiltered life and yeah so I mean that's weighing on me as a mom a lot and you know for our mom listeners if you are feeling that too like happy to chat about it like just kind of if you have tips if you have pointers if you want to know like kind of what I'm picking up on and what the signs are if you're curious about that too uh dm us like you know let's talk about it because it's hard. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't have the answers, but I definitely would love to chat if anybody feels the same. So, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm glad that I have this platform to kind of like talk this out. I'm glad I have you to always listen. Maybe we should do like an episode on that because I'm sure this will be a huge issue. Like a lot of my friends with the younger babies is where I kind of really thought about that. Like, you know, when they're, when they're, one or you know not in school or anything like they're not getting any socialization with children their age so that's all I thought about but of course five-year-olds you know they're still affected by this as well in a certain way like they're still learning how to socialize even 10-year-olds you know like even your older you know eight nine-year-olds so I don't know maybe that's something we should talk about further and maybe I don't know who would we even ask about this because literally no one in this like world kind of knows how to go through a pandemic like this like has there ever been a social lockdown before I don't think ever right I don't think anything like this nothing that I've lived through that I can remember I mean when our schools went on strike not that that's the same at all but that's the time that you weren't in school but we were allowed to see our friends in fact that's all we did right we ran wild in the streets um so yeah, yeah I mean yeah definitely I agree like maybe this is something to connect with a child therapist on and and get their uh perspective we'll check into that listeners let us know if that's something that you'd be interested in or let us know if you have looked into it, somebody who, you know, really helped you or gave you advice or any even bit of knowledge about it. We'd be interested in that as well. Yeah. Or if you know someone that you think would be a great resource for us to have on the show to talk about it, that we're we're always open to suggestions. So um, 
I do. I honestly feel like so much better that I just like said what I had to say out loud now. And this is like a safe space for me, even though I don't know how many people could be listening, but it just feels good to like get it out there and not like keep it in. So at least, you know, if they're listening, they're like not like haters or negative because Oh my god, that would be really lame. Well, if you too. are that person, if you're hating or being negative <laughs> towards still us listening. or me right now, <laughs> boy bye. But also girl yeah. bye. <laughs> if you're hating just on Lauren right now, just kind of go fuck yourself, please. Yeah. And also keep listening. <laughs> no, unfollow. Keep our listening. numbers up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to make up for your nastiness, yeah. then it, the least you could do is like help engagement. But honestly um yeah if anybody's out there that has these feelings and want to chat hit us up but on to like more fun stuff on a happier note we have two awesome and super fun guests on and we had a blast chatting with them and we actually were chatting with them about a topic that some of our listeners asked us about so yeah thank you yeah this is like a super relevant actually it's kind of cool because normally we have like an expert on and they kind of share their expertise but in this sense it was like more like a girl talk chat with girls from like a different area in the world and but it, you know we're all still the same no matter what like girls are girls right so it's kind of cool to get their opinions on things like that and there were some differing opinions yeah it was awesome to chat out like the different opinions and perspectives on things and um it's interesting because there's four of us and two of us or we're all at different stages in life right like so we all kind of have a different take on this topic which is do you delete pictures of your ex from your social media platforms so whether it's instagram facebook anywhere do you keep them or do you delete them do you archive them you know, we we wanted to hear some perspectives and opinions um, about this because we had ours, which we share. So you'll obviously hear that. But they had some Like, too. imagine what mine is. I'm so crazy. <laughs> Tell from a mile away. Imagine what Jess's are. You'll find out in five minutes. <laughs> well, Jess is, like, chill and mature. So I'm sure she would be fine with that. <laughs> no. Yeah, zero jealousy. She's not yeah. needy either. Um <laughs> So I used to not know that I was needy. Did you know that? I don't know how that's possible. I know, me neither. When I think about it, I always think I'm like a chill chick. And then I find myself saying things and doing things. And like, why am I coming off like such a crazy person when I'm such a chill chick? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> the difference between our like personal perspectives of ourselves versus the outside world perspective i mean in a lot of ways you are very chill but in a lot of ways you are not chill not chill at all i thought i was like easygoing the words easygoing can't be put anywhere near my descriptions just simply not true no you you're definitely like a little bit high strung in a lot of areas and you're very territorial and you're but you're very loyal like i mean the things that make you kind of a not chill chick make you a great friend and a I great make partner. Up for it. Yes, I will Thanks. say that. I I appreciate what some would consider flaws. I think they are endearing. I love that. Read between the lines. Like I exactly. put up with you because you can at least make up for your crap. <laughs> Thanks. Well, babe. I'm stuck with you now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so territorial. What do you have no choice? 
Yeah, seriously. Yeah, oh I, if God. I try to have like an, there's no new friends when it comes to you. If I try and make a new friend, you're gonna be like, no nah, new friends. nah. Like, oh, what? Did you just like want to start a pod with them? Oh, okay. <laughs> goes goes to the extreme. Oh well, why don't you yeah. just like go start a podcast with them then? Oh, you had a conversation with someone at a coffee shop in line? Wow. I see. All right. New bestie, whatever. I'll just take my name right off the fucking pod. <laughs> well, I mean. We're only partially joking. No. <laughs> kidding, not kidding. Speaking of that, actually, we are joined by two besties also. And again, we are super excited to talk to them. They are the hosts of the Millennial Girls podcast, which is Spell a, it correctly. Yeah, spell it correctly. <laughs> um, we're not going to tell you how, so Google it. Uh, but uh, it is a whimsical, yeah, honest and related, relatable show that is hosted by the Miami-based uh, former EDM radio hosts, Natasha and Raquel. They talk about, on their show, they talk about like their life experiences and they chat with a lot of really, really cool people. So some celebs, influencers, public figures. Um, they've had people from The Bachelor on American Idol, TikTok, singers, songwriters. And like us, for their podcast, there's no topic off the table. So they are dishing out some real girl talk to and spilling lots of tea. Um, so without further ado, we couldn't be happier to welcome... Natasha and Raquel from sunny Florida to the show. Welcome, Natasha and Raquel. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, you guys are joining us from sunny Miami. Yes, I mean, it's nighttime right now, but normally, yes, sunny Miami. Us it's Canadians like, think of Miami as always sunny, like 24-7, just sun. Right. Even at night, it's like yeah. 70 degrees today and we're cold here. I had to put on a sweater, so. Yeah. What's, I, know, I don't sad. know what 70, 70 degrees is. Yeah, oh, right. I know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't either. I don't either. Um, it's well, definitely, let me check. definitely not that cold, almost tropical, and I'm wearing a sweater. So that's what it is. We're sitting like at minus like 20 today, so I think that uh, it's far off from that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, where I am right now, it's minus 18. Yeah. <laughs> so we're 17 oh, degrees. Oh, yeah, that's like yes. summer. <laughs> <laughs> And the, see, so yeah, summer day. She's laughing. <laughs> and I put on a sweater, guys. Yeah, Even though I don't know what the heck that means, but you guys are all laughing, I'm sure, because we think that that's cold. I so literally, I'm in pants and a sweater. I'm gonna yeah. tell you I'm what. I'm also it is. in pants and a sweater and a scarf. I'm wearing a bathrobe on top because... of my clothes right now, and I have a blanket. <laughs> we have wool socks on, also. Yeah, so we're painting the perfect picture of the stereotypical Canadian right now, though. Like, like in, basically in our igloo in the winter, because it's always Seriously. winter in Canada. Um, whereas we think it's always bright and sunny in Florida, even at nighttime, apparently. But um, right. I've never been to Miami, so that's definitely on the uh, bucket list Okay, for me. sorry, I just checked. Yeah. For you guys, it's minus four. Wow, that's still just... I've, I've never been in negative degree weather, actually, ever. <laughs> I've been in negative what? two... No, but I don't know what that is. So, so it's yeah. probably like minus two? ten. In Nashville, yeah. Oh, when I went to okay, Nashville yeah. last year, Wait. it was positive oh fifty so, for us, like plus fifty. <laughs> so I don't even know what that is for you. Anyways, it was so fucking hot. My, ma- my brain hurts. Yeah. I feel like that doing- sounds hot. Yeah, I feel like me. I feel like we're doing calculus right now. I know. Okay, let's talk about things <laughs> that we can happening? all okay. know what we're talking about. <laughs> 
Yeah, so to our listeners, thanks for, like, staying on for that little yeah. weather slash math <laughs> lesson. Um, hopefully you're still listening. Um, but, yes, we've established it's hot in Miami and it's very cold yeah. in Ontario, Canada, where we are. Yes. Uh, but, anyway, we are, like, stoked to talk to you guys. Um, you guys have some cool stories and you come from a fun background in, like, radio and you've interviewed some pretty cool people. So, like, since our listeners don't know, tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves. So we both met uh, at a radio station in Miami, an EDM, specifically EDM radio station in Miami. And I thought she hated me at first. That's kind of our story. That's how we met. I thought she hated me, but she didn't. Turns out we ended up bonding at a music festival where we interviewed Steve Aoki. Once you, you know, go through a music festival experience with someone and like have to live with them on no sleep and a lot of caffeine for three days, you become, you either like each other or you hate each other. So after that experience, uh, we kind of decided we were just, you know, the two badass girls who got to work in the EDM industry. And that industry we found was really missing the female presence. So it was really cool getting to interview, you know, we interviewed everyone from Steve Aoki to Loud Luxury, and we actually went viral and ended up in Billboard magazine last January for getting an exclusive from Martin Garrix, who's a huge DJ if you don't know who that is. But so once that kind of happened, her fiance was always like, you guys, like good things happen when you guys are together. Aww. And so we had kind of brought up to one another, why don't we start a podcast? We should do that. And we actually tried to have one at the station with other people. And it just, it ended up not working out. So once COVID hit, we were actually let go from our jobs. Um, Like many others in the radio and media industry lost our jobs because of COVID and lack of advertising money. So we kind of said, how can we keep our on-air presence kind of going Um, but get to talk about what we want to talk about and run the show. And that's how we came up with Millennial Girls Podcast. Natasha had woken up in the middle of the night and (laughs) like 3 a.m. texted me and said, what about Millennial Girls? I was like, sure, whatever one eye open. Next day I went and saw her. She's like, no, what do you actually think about that? I was like, oh, no, I really like the name. Sorry, it was 3 a.m. I was not super enthused. You're like, sorry, I thought that was a dream, actually. Um, No, literally. That actually happened. Okay. Yeah, I woke up and I was like, wait, was that a dream? Did that actually happen? But yeah, so that's kind of, <laughs> that's how Like, did that I actually happened. think of that name, technically? Kind of. No, it was totally fully her, so. Well, that's awesome. And what was the station you guys worked for? It was Revolution 93.5, so South oh. Florida's home of dance music. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that, like, I have, I hate to, like, admit it, but I've never been to a music festival before. Me neither. Before. Ever? Never. What? Ever. Lots of concerts, yeah. but no yeah. actual no, music yeah, festivals. You guys, yeah. don't you guys have, um, oh, what's that country festival? Boots and Hearts. Uh, we do. Oh, Boots and Hearts. Boots and Hearts. Yeah. yeah I worked in country. I hate country. country. I'm a huge country fan, oh, but I okay. still well, will not go there. Never... I don't know. I, there's something about like porta potties. I'm not even like a press, but I just like, don't want to deal <laughs> no, with that you gotta, shit. No, you got to pay for VIP. Okay. I mean, is that what it spoiled, is? obviously. We're media. Yeah, we're spoiled. We're obviously media most of the time, so we're backstage or whatever. But if you're gonna do it, you gotta get VIP because you get your own special yeah, yeah, of course, bathrooms Toilet. and special seating area. I've just and, heard yeah. like horror stories talking to people, and they're like showering with like a fucking water bottle beside a truck, and I'm like, oh my god, like I don't know. Oh do yeah, that. no, it, it does happen like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on the festival too. Like if you're right. going to Bonnaroo, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. But if you're going to Coachella and everyone's staying in their fancy well, it depends. Villas. <laughs> well, no, well, not everybody's in a fancy villa, Raquel. But I mean, <laughs> even like when like when I went to Coachella for the first and well, and last time. 
I did the parking lot experience. Oh. So that was like, you get, you know, like 400 by 400 feet of land. And then you are parked by a bunch of other people with 400 by 400 foot of land. And you just figure it out. You set up a tent, you set up shop, you yeah. open up your you trunk. You camped? I, yeah, that's what I did when oh. I went. I mean, wow. we did we did a little bit of a bougie camp because right, right. we took like a blow up bed in our like ginormous tent that like barely was fitting in our like proximity. Right. So I felt really bad because the guy next to us was like solo in his own little tiny, teeny tiny tent. You're like I can take just some of your room. His body. <laughs> and we had like a mansion like in our tent. Well, I was like, God, this is obnoxious. You're at Coachella. But, but they have yeah, it was it was like that. You bring body wipes, you have like the porto potties and Yeah, and then after the oh, third mm-hmm. day that seems like my absolute worst nightmare going in a porta potty <laughs> after 3 days, yeah. a music festival, like diarrhea. Oh, yeah. oh my god. No. <laughs> I'd prefer to pop a I'd prefer to pop a squat than go in the porta potty. Yes. That's just I'd prefer that. Yeah. Or you yeah, can just like yeah, get an Airbnb same. and you I mean it's 20 or that. people yeah. Well, here at Boots yeah, and Hearts, it's in the middle of, like, northern Ontario. There is no Airbnb right, up there. Right, I, Yeah, I didn't know where it was. I just know yeah. you guys, like, had that festival, but yikes. There is a couple of festivals that are here, um, like EDM festivals. Don't ask me the name yeah, of them. Yeah, there's, like, the ones at Echo Beach know. and stuff. Yeah, but I just haven't oh, been. Oh, um, Veld or something? Velve, Veld, Vel. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's you guys because know. all of the DJs are from Canada. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm all they of, are. All of the DJs, a lot of DJs of are either are. Canadian or from Amsterdam. They're like Dutch, or yeah. yeah. No way. Most of them. Yeah. Dutch, I get. Like I know of the Dutch, or like yeah, <laughs> you the, know the Dutch. Yeah, the Dutch. <laughs> I, I know the Dutch. I know the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying that, I'm thinking of like who do I, I actually know? Name know? one Dutch person. <laughs> I know. I know no one. <laughs> I meant I know the Dutch co- uh, comedians, Ugh. the Dutch DJs. Oh my god! But name one Dutch DJ too. I can't. Yeah, I just can't right now. It's just, it you're just putting me on the spot. Okay, no, it just seems like a European thing. Like you know, in Europe, you go to places where DJs go. I, I understand where you're going with that. It makes sense. <laughs> No evidence, but I get it. We are we are painting a great picture of ourselves, Jess. We're like, yeah, we we don't. We're too fucking cold. My brain is frozen. I cannot think. Can we come to Miami? Like, and yeah, we need to de thaw. You can come come thaw out here. Exactly. Seriously, but I mean. In all seriousness, like that, you guys sound like you've lived a pretty fun life thus far. Unfortunately, COVID has probably put an end to a lot of that for a while. Well, pause. Which all totally it. sucks. <laughs> Paused it. Fair. All of it. Every single yeah, thing. All, all, all of it. Um, Coachella is also something on my bucket mm-hmm. list. Like, I've always wanted to go there. I had no idea that there was like real estate kind of that you can get. So that's kind of interesting. I thought it was just like, the gates open, everyone floods in, watches the concert, you, stand you go home. for three days. And- no, that's more like ultra music festival. <laughs> yeah, that's more like ultra. <laughs> that's like the one that we have here. <laughs> yeah. But well, so- I didn't, I thought when you go to Coachella, you buy tickets for like a day, like what, because it goes on for a weekend, right? So so you, you buy can. You for can. one of There's, the days. You can do day passes, you can do the weekend pass, you can do both weekend pa- There's so many different options. Yeah, there's options. so many packages. You can get like a tent like a VIP tent area. So they do like a whole experience there with like air conditioning in the tent and stuff like that. Yeah. Or when of I, course. cause I, I had tickets to actually go to stagecoach, which is yeah. basically the country music Coachella. And they do it the weekend or two weekends after the second weekend of Coachella. And 
the one we did was like the three day plus the tram and whatever because of our Airbnb. So there's so many different options now. So I mean, yeah. even after COVID, it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens with festivals. Themselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, well this we're like- gonna have to go to one, Jess, so we can at least eventually say we've been to a singular music I know, festival and not like look old. like complete losers yeah, yeah that's so I am, weird i'm already old you know but, I, yeah. I love concerts <laughs> i've been to a, so many country concerts i don't know why i just it does not appeal to me to want to go to a music festival i guess all the reasons i already mentioned but it's so weird it, but coachella i think is one that i would do i would do coachella that seems like yeah. a fun coachella is just one where you can frolic you can frolic at Coachella, yeah. and that's what you need to do with your life there. Yeah. And if there's the option for air conditioning, I feel like it's, I don't know. I, I'm not like that prissy yet, but I guess I am. I guess I just am. You obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs> I think that's So, like, I'm. Coachella, is that, like, a single person's event? Like, you want to be single at Coachella or what? I was in a relationship when I went, but. It but was it a job when you were there, or was it just No, for I went no, for pleasure. Okay. Yeah, that was just for fun. So, I mean, I think it's 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 honestly for all kinds because mm-hmm. like even though you have like literally like a stranger walking past you like, do you want to try the heart steak cord? And you're like, what the heck is that? And you're like, it's some new drug or something. And you're like, oh my god! But then you have like somebody with their kid with like <laughs> yeah. headphones on, right? And they're going, yeah, like there's all oh, yeah. sorts. Did you try those? The are not the pictures cord? that you see. <laughs> A, did you try those drugs? And B, those are not the pictures you see from Coachella. You just see like naked chicks and on shoulders. And like flower crowns. (laughs) Yeah. Very like fun costumes. I mean, I mean, I, again, I did have like the 400 by 400 foot camping experience. So like that's when I saw those people. But. (laughs) The drug people? uh, No, I mean, still. Yeah. Like even on the grounds and stuff. I mean, when you're going from like one stage to the next, I mean, you, there's all sorts of people. Oh yeah. Couples, non-singles, like people just meeting people for the first time. Like I think a lot of people will literally just like. They'll, like, go – I'm sure there are, like, groups and stuff on Facebook where yeah. you can find, hey, are you renting out a place or a room? Like, and then you all just literally meet up, like, for that event for the yeah. first yeah, time. Cool. So, yeah, there's all sorts. Families, like, everything. COVID will probably yeah. ruin well, all of that, unfortunately. For a time. We have to think positively. It's all going to come back. And we're going to travel <laughs> everywhere. And we're going to go to music oh, yeah. We can hug random strangers. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, ready. Yeah. Can you too. hook us up at Coachella? Like, you know, if that happens ever again, and we're like, hey, ladies, like, we've decided we want to go. We're, hopefully, we're like hosting Coachella. And then, oh my God. Well, if that's the up. case, when then we're yes, we're when meeting we're up. <laughs> if you're hosting, sure. we're coming. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. We got you. That guys. would be so we got fun. You. Nice. Awesome. Yay. This is exciting. I love planning. Man, I'm planning. I love planning. <laughs> Yes, we are planning our wild future. Oh, God. Um, so, <laughs> so we, okay, so since you guys have like so much cool, fun experience and you've met so many different people and talked to so many different people, um, one of the things that we've been asked uh, for like a podcast show topic is what do you do when you have pictures of your exes on your social media like is it something that you delete something you don't delete do you you delete some like how is that handled and you guys kind of have different perspectives similar to Jess and I where Natasha you're in a relationship well you're engaged and um and Raquel you're single Jess you're pretty new into a relationship but you were my 
token single friend for quite a while. <laughs> I am married with children um, and been that way for quite some time. So it's some, like, I think everyone has different views. Yeah, so you guys start. I'd say delete them. <laughs> like, d- delete them. I, I first of all, <clears throat> something that kind of happened when I became a public figure, I guess per se, uh, I keep my personal life dating stuff. I don't post about it. Um, just because I think there's some things that you should keep personal into yourself and until you're even, you know, I mean, who knows, maybe that'll change when I get in a serious relationship or it's an engaged or married. But for me, I just would want that. I keep that very personal. And it's weird because other people are like, when are you going to post a picture of him? Like my ex, I was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not posting a picture <laughs> of him. I'm just not ever yeah. doing that. And it was fine because he didn't have social media, so he didn't even care, which was nice, but People are so invested. It's funny because yeah. I'm like, people are so invested in social media, but like we, we are, know. but right. But for that, for me, I don't post, but um, I say delete them. If you're not with that person, then if you get in another relationship, I feel like that person would be really affected by that. I don't know. I feel like that's strange. You're like holding on to that picture for dear life. Right. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like I, I, you can say I'm biased at this point, obviously being engaged and such, but like before meeting my fiance and getting engaged I I wasn't I wasn't totally opposed to the idea of getting like keeping them up um I just in general I think my first relationship was when I was like 18 years old and so when I was posting pictures with him on MySpace I mean they kind of just stayed on MySpace because it died with MySpace MySpace like I'm sure (laughs) if I go there still like they're probably still there but like I mean who and what you know I mean maybe I should find a way to take it down I don't know but um but don't like worry, after nobody's him, looking at I that mean, <laughs> I mean you're like you What's never know space? you never know you, you never, never know. know honestly um uh I'm like thinking is my first and last name on there yeah probably so maybe I should take them down but anyways um yeah no like after that I think it was just I just didn't post that much to begin with about my relationships and my relationships so I think that just kind of made it easier to not have to deal with that situation altogether so like maybe if I put up like a couple pictures in like the span of our relationship and this is past relationships it was just not really something I had to deal with and by that point when I had already posted my own stuff or whatever it kind of just like went down like you'd have to really scroll to find something right um but then once it got to the point where I got engaged we both kind of made this agreement with each other of really closing all doors of the past Meaning, like, no talking, no communication, like, no any no open communication or any relevance to anything of the past. So pictures were deleted. I think, like, he had – I mean, not that he was super active on Instagram anyways, but, like, he had kind of created a new page just because he was, like, what – like, he didn't care. Um, I think I'm sure I took a few pictures down, too, just for that reason. So, yeah. I mean, that was just my experience. But mm-hmm. I don't knock really – I don't really knock people for – for keeping stuff, like I've seen other influencers and stuff where like if you scroll down, you'll see like whoever they used to be with. And it, I don't know. I don't think it's a big deal either. I think of it from the point of view of too, it's like people are always trying to find something to hold yeah. against you or to cancel you for, especially if you are in the public eye. So anything and everything that could be somewhat held against you, I mean a picture with an ex, whatever, but you never know. Yep. It could come back to haunt you. Yep. Everything I always post always I say to myself could this for some way in some way come back to haunt me because I think that's smart I mean, you nowadays see all the time 
you see all the time someone is dating someone and they're seen with this person because if someone took a picture of them and posted it on social media like so and then some huge date dating scandal ensues like why why yeah so you just yeah i think that's like a good perspective not like we're not public figures so i wouldn't really have ever thought about it like that like having that always be like something that could be hung over your head because mm-hmm. you are in the media and i think yeah if i was like a known person that way i i agree i probably would just keep my private life private right yeah, you like you have a different perspective with i think posting in general let alone with partners yeah. without partners but i think it's interesting that like you guys um you had an active conversation with your fiance like you know an actual mm-hmm. conversation about okay let's make this conscious decision to you know, take these down to like change all that instead of like it naturally happening kind of, you know what I mean? Like you chose to do that on purpose. Yeah, that's true too, because I don't know how many people have that like purposeful conversation. I think a lot of people just make that assumption like, oh, we're together now. You're going to delete all your, any pictures that you may have of an ex. And then it's probably like, shocker if they you know happen to go into their partner's social media and there's all these pictures still from previous relationships like i'd be pissed i i think I, yeah, if i was I'd looking like, for my boyfriend's shit i'd be like excuse me who the fuck is this shit <laughs> yeah for one but two from my perspective if i broke up with a guy i would go and delete all all of his pictures off mine because i'm like you ain't having no like controller like that's how i would look at it like that you know what i mean like i don't want you anywhere near me you're not living rent free yeah um but then like the other day and also who who goes all the way down there that's the thing if it's been a really long time i don't think it matters i'm such a stalker (laughs) okay i am i am an fbi agent never mind i always tell my friends if they start dating someone i'm like what do you need to know i can find it out for you you're like i scrolled for 25 minutes on their instagram all the way (laughs) okay never mind i was gonna say most people like there's a bit of time in between if they're active on social media i mean maybe you you know, most people don't do that, but I do. So. No, I mean, I think I think a lot of girls do. Um, I think that's just a norm, and that's one thing I was gonna bring up is like one of my close girlfriends. She had that problem for like a for a couple months, where you know her guy wasn't like officializing something with her, and that bothered her. And the fact that she'd go on his Instagram and see that he still had pictures with his ex on there, mm-hmm. but he's with her. That really bothered her and that created a lot of fights between them. And it's unfortunate, but it's the truth. And social media is just part of the norm in our reality. But well, it represents a lot. Lots of fights start over social media between relationships. In that case, I'd be like, why would you like be official with her, but she won't be official with me? Like that is a clear indicator. Yeah, that's a red flag. Oh, it's just social media. Who gives a shit? But no, that represents a, a, a huge thing there red flag like you said Laura like that wouldn't be okay with me either yeah that that's a message in itself like if he's not being like yeah you're my girlfriend I'm your boyfriend like putting the title on it so to speak meanwhile still has pics of his ex like that that to me I'd read in deeper because I'd be like okay but explain that to me because that makes no sense so that I could totally appreciate and eventually he took it down so at least that well (laughs) okay yeah Eventually he took it down Good. and then yeah. and made yeah. it official. Yeah, that's and and it's it sucks. I hate to admit it, but it's like social media is part of our reality. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. why are we denying that? So 
it is what it is. Like we have, you have to, that's part of the conversation. I mean, it's the same thing. We, we talked to a matchmaker today. She's going to be on a episode in February. And I have literally seen one of my friends, one of my guy friends, friends say out, we were out at a bar pre COVID of course, and be like, Oh my God, she's really pretty. And I knew the girl and I was like, Oh, I can introduce you guys. And he like opened up Instagram and he's like, Oh, but she's prettier. And I was like, Okay, well, I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks in a lot of ways that social media dictates so much of our lives and our relationships. Because in my like when I started dating my husband, my now husband, I didn't care about social media, which is like hilarious because I'm pretty. <laughs> pretty involved with it now um but like he like immediately changed his status on Facebook like Instagram wasn't even really a thing That's this how was long a long was time ago, a long guys. time this is back in no um, it's 10 years ago when Facebook was over that, is, is Facebook yeah. still a thing too I don't even oh my god I don't know for no. old people yeah. I don't use that people I don't, no people do but now people are like see the, yeah. engaged or what yeah you can do it I guess yeah I stopped yeah I stopped changing that like I think after my first relationship I was like no one needs to know if I'm in or out so. yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like no one not like 600 people that I had on Facebook need to get this I'm alert literally like just gonna be yeah. have no one's gonna have any idea and it's gonna be like married on Facebook one day and I'm just gonna be like wait what what <laughs> I have no idea I ever was dating but that's hilarious like that. but you mean, should definitely cool. do that that's though. cool that he did that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but you know the other thing too is you have to take into consideration um and I know everyone loves social media some like these days but actually not everyone does i i personally like i suck at social media i try to like post stuff but it's like not cool i don't even know how to use a filter so like <laughs> i also don't have a or put a lot of weight on things either like and my boyfriend's the same way he'll post like nothing so i don't know like you have to consider if they're always on social media for some things and then they won't post you is one thing right but if they're never doing much then it's not as important if they don't post you too. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I like, yeah, my husband changed our stat, his status like right away and I didn't. And he was kind of like, well, aren't you going to add that you're in a relationship? <laughs> and then at that one point you could like tag the person that you're in a relationship with. And I was, I was <laughs> like, this is yeah. so weird. No, because like, I'm not, I don't think I'm on the same level as you at this point. Like we're fresh, fresh. And <laughs> like, we we still baby yeah. yeah and I'm like I don't I don't know and then it was like a whole thing and because it, then people are commenting on it like oh my god yeah. but he definitely weird. wanted me to delete pictures of my ex and I it, I didn't care like I ha- was happy to it was just like bad relationship it was toxic it was I left him like so it was like well what do I need you on there for like I don't really yeah. want to remember. Right. Or be reminded, I guess, of, like, that time. But then there was pictures that I had with different friends from that time. And, like, it was a group of, like, I was living in a different province. And it was was a group of people that I'm not making, like, new memories with. So that's where, like, for me, the challenge kind of comes in. Is like, is it worth erasing, like, that fun moment just because he was in it? And... Like, does it bother you that much that I clearly have a past and just like appear out of thin air the day like we got together and I never, never yeah, lived course. before. So it's that's like that's my conundrum with it is like, do you have to kind of delete memories from your past just to appease someone else? Like, I don't know. 
and I understand and I understand you too because being where I am at now in my relationship as well I'm just heartless you know it's funny though because it it did become like I think I don't know maybe just the seriousness or whatever like it definitely became a thing like it did become an issue because it wasn't something that I faced before like nobody else was I don't know I didn't have that problem before until like I got into like the engaged mode and everything where it was like we had that conversation and all this stuff which I respect and I get and, yeah. and it makes sense but even in like your case so when that was all happening and he was kind of having he wasn't like loving that whole idea of you having stuff up did you feel if he was the same way would it bother you so he didn't have any so I guess after they broke up he just went and cleaned house because that's just kind of like his like that's his vibe um and so I and I did put myself in those shoes right I was like well do I care and I I truly wouldn't have like do I want to see pictures of like my current partner like making out with somebody like probably not but like who who has those pictures anyway if you do like no shade but um (laughs) I don't. Take them down for <laughs> like fuck's sake. Take them down. But like kind of shade. But kind, kind of still shade. <laughs> Again, everything will haunt you. Every, going back to that, everything will literally yeah. haunt you. No, we'll definitely come back do not again. keep those pictures up. But, okay, so I will, social, okay, here's a whole nother thing. I have a box of photos of my ex as well. Before like, social media just was a him. thing. Does, wait, when does your current pictures. guy know this? It's does not. Does he know this? Th- no. <laughs> And because he's oh here. my god I can't but it's not just a photo photos of my ex it's like all all my pictures and some my ex just happens to be in some of them like I used to print all my pictures right. out so it's not like I like have a special right. like love box of my ex boyfriend <laughs> yeah I just some happen creepy, to have like Xbox like his hair is in there and- <laughs> yeah. no, no it's like it's like in Gilmore Girls when she keeps the box yeah. No, and I don't, and I'm also, I don't like clutter, so I don't keep all the, like, the crap or, the, like, the romantic shit. It's just, like, pictures from, like, trips or whatever, right? And they're all in chronological order of my life. And <laughs> yeah. just is yeah, an organizer. Look, look, look yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm, like, first of all, does he listen to the podcast? Because he, did he just find this out? No, or? <laughs> he does not listen, but he's okay. probably listening right now out in the other room. He's like this, and <laughs> behind the door, his arms are crossed, when you get out, he's like, yeah, so, so Jess, looking does in he the where the fuck like, is the boss? <laughs> yeah, where Show me the boss. boss. <laughs> no, look, like, I'm not, uh, one thing is social media, and that's public. Mm-hmm. You have private stuff in yeah. your right. home, and your yeah. whatever. Nobody you else is stuff. seeing them. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go and dig through my guy's phone or look through his computer to find like if he has old pictures from like I mean from previous relationships and whatever I mean he's he's older than I am so he's gonna have like a lot of other experience that happened before me like I don't want to see them definitely not but like if that's in his little keepsake thing whatever fine like that's a memory to you that's a part of your life like I'm not gonna completely be like oh, erase all your hard drives. Like, no, right. like, yeah. I have stuff, God knows how many things I've unloaded on a hard drive or even probably in my mom's home or in her garage somewhere where, like, of course there's going to be, like, a picture or this or that yeah. or what, a, a letter or something yeah, that they yeah. wrote me or something, like, you know. I don't think it's, like, necessary to, like, burn those or throw them I away. Feel like that, yeah, no, because I feel like that's yeah. a difference, right? Like, we're talking about social media. Yeah. Yeah. That's very public. So, yeah. That's so different. If you different. have your private thing and those are those, mar- like... Well, you have them because social whatever. media didn't even exist at that point, right? Like, you had to print yeah. out pictures. Right. You had to write little love notes. Like, that, there was nowhere to, exactly. to upload them to, to Instagram or 
or <laughs> Facebook or wherever, yeah. right? Like, so now that's become like your new love box, <laughs> as Jess put it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's where love you box. like, Little that's where box. you store things because you weren't going out. We weren't going yeah. out and printing off the pictures. It was like, oh, put it on Facebook for two reasons, right? One was like, show everybody yeah, like what I've been doing and who I'm dating and whatever. <laughs> and then for the other reasons, like, what am I going to do with like 9,000 pictures on my phone? I have no memory. I need to put them somewhere. So now, though, right. it is such – it's so much more of like a status symbol. Like, people are like, oh, did you see that picture she posted? Oh, she I haven't seen her post with blah, blah, blah in so long – are they broken up? And then people do the scroll till the end. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. The, the Raquel. <laughs> like the Raquel. The yeah. Raquel scroll. That's me. I appreciate girls with that talent skill, though, because Patience. sometimes you fucking need that. Patience. I have a girlfriend that's like that, and, she, and I'll be like, oh, I'm, I met this guy. I show him her picture. She's like, give me five minutes. Comes out. Oh, he has a girlfriend. I'm like, okay. That's me. Good to know. No, I mean, it's I've, I've caught a catfish for my friend i've caught a catfish how you need everybody needs one of you as a friend it's true you need that friend okay how'd you find the catfish so this was this is actually kind of wild and this was a very long time ago this had to be like seven years ago honestly um my friend was on tinder this is when so whenever tinder came out and she was like oh my god i matched with this guy he's so cute and i was like that's my friend's husband what took his photo and was using it Mind you, they were gay as well. So, but he was a model. Oh so my god! So someone took his picture. Wait, and it was a different name. A girl. It was a different. It was a different name. Husband was gay. No, 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 no. So my friend, my friend, who was it? I don't know. Yeah, wait, I got confused. Yeah. Too, so wait. my friend, Allie. My let's just say Allie. I don't even remember who it was. My friend Allie was on Tinder and matched with this guy. She thought he was really cute. And she's like, Raquel, uh, I know, basically, I know you're an FBI agent. (laughs) Like, whatever. And she sent me the picture. And it was this guy I knew who I danced with growing up, his husband. So someone took his his husband's picture from social media. Wow. Because he's a model. That's mental. And, right. And created a profile. So I was like, yeah. I was like, well, whoever you're talking to is not this person. And it was a different name and everyone. So, and I, and I told my friend who I grew up dancing with, I was like, hey, just letting you know. He's like, oh, it happens all the time because he's a model. You think that they find a model from like a different city or something. Like that's a little too close to home and really easy to get caught. You idiot. (laughs) They weren't ready to put in the work. They're like, that's too hard. I'll just pick this guy. That's my neighbor. Local model, (laughs) hot guy. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Fuck. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so that's how i caught the catfish oh my and god wow i mean it you. was that it was going to resume honestly right it wasn't even my fbi agent skills though i just literally knew the person and i was like this is not right you're being, by the way <laughs> by the way you're being catfished right now <laughs> jess your catfish is also my favorite show i've never yeah, watched it like but jess has oh, your I catfish have. story is hilarious because it's not like that one at all which one <laughs> I've had a few catfish stories, like, where I've been catfished. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. The guy yeah, no, the guy with mental. the distorted picture. Yeah. <laughs> there. Oh, God, what so is that? I, <laughs> okay, so I was in a relationship for, like, a really long time. And then when I came out of this relationship, I did, never knew anything about uh, online dating or anything like that. So I was, like, thrown right into the world of Tinders and Bumbles and everything. And I just 
like you know you just jump in and try and figure it out so i had like i don't know it was like the fucking weirdos were attracted to me or something i had a magnet on my head i don't know what it was but i got like the my very first online date i met up with him and he catfished me and then i was like okay i'm sorry this isn't gonna work like oh my god and then he was like he flipped out on me he's like what what did you see me in real life and not like it and i was like yeah yes literally actually sorry Ew. Um, yeah, so that oh, was so the very it's your first problem one. that he lied. Like yeah. what? No, you're a yeah. serial sociopath. <laughs> bye. Yeah. And I bye. try to be nice, like, hey, sorry, this isn't gonna work. Even though I should have been like, oh, bro, you are a liar, and that like it was actually him. I know I'm saying catfish because it's supposed to like be someone totally different. It was actually him, but he filtered. He did shit. I don't know what it was. He was like completely bald. <laughs> did in he real Photoshop life. his pictures? Yeah, he did shit to himself. Totally unrecognizable. He was like 50, 70 pounds bigger, bigger. Like it was a thing. Like, and bald. It was crazy. It was a and real, that's why. It was a yeah, real and picture. Bald. Fully bald. Bald. It's like, what the? In his pictures, he had hair. So I don't know what that was. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. So I call oh that a catfish. <laughs> I think that's awesome, kind of catfished in a way. Like, yeah, that is yeah. not, that's that is, catfish. That's, it's just them, but like distorting. It's just yeah. them. That's a big fat liar. So yeah. next, yeah. you should have been like, oh, you're when he complained to you, like, oh, you don't like what you see. It'd be like, uh, it's not about what I see. It's because you're a liar. I don't because like you're yeah. a sociopath. You're a liar. Bye. Like, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, and I was like, I I look back now. I would have handled it way better now. But it was like my first <laughs> date, my first yeah. ever, and I'm like what is this the no, world now you. really like yeah i know mental. that's not a great way to go out like into no. the single world oh that's not even the <laughs> worst like <laughs> oh, oh i yeah I, i've had some weird things yeah it's, it's, i mean for me i have been not uh, single for so so long and i just absolutely love hearing these stories because i mean <laughs> i feel for the single <sighs> ladies that have these bad experiences but they also make for great content and hilarious stories yeah, in the moment it's a little traumatizing fair like, fair i can appreciate how do i get out of this but afterward now i like wholeheartedly laugh at all of those <laughs> yeah remember the guy with the earrings the earrings so this guy oh was God, a psych- the, the worst guy? one. I was wearing earrings. I was wearing these like tiny little studs. They were really cute, just normal earrings. And then a guy sits down uh, or I met this guy and he was also really looking different than his pictures, too. And I was like, oh, and he's like, he kind of like looked at me and like disgustedly shuddered. I'm like, excuse me. Uh, uh, what is happening to your face right now? Yeah. And I'm like, are you sh- are you looking at me and shuddering out of disgust? what and then he's like no 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 nothing and he like kept like it was like a fucking from a movie and he kept shuddering while staring at me and i'm like oh i'm leaving what the hell is happening here he's like it's just your earrings i hate your earrings and i'm like is this one of those things where you're saying something that's like not part of my face because you know i can't change it and you feel bad for being so disgusted and he's like no i hate your earrings okay i'd be like i hate your face bye yeah Yeah. no i ended up getting (laughs) drunk with him being like hey i have to help you because you are just like the like your life sucks let me help you right now and i was like talking to girls for him online i'm like i'll fix you because i feel so bad for you you're a disaster of a human therapy that was nice of you yeah no i would have been like you need therapy hold on i'm showing you the earrings right now the earrings (laughs) you still have them I love them. He was a weirdo. They're great. <laughs> They're my, oh my favorite. God. What the heck? That's awful. You're going to flip. It was just this. 
They're like a, a tiny can- little stone. Well, they're like a blue stone. <laughs> I, wait, yeah. I owned those earrings. Oh I had. Those. They're the best. Are they the little Kate Spade ones? And they they come in like yes. every color. Yeah. It's just so yeah, simple. Yeah, I have them in like three colors. Yeah. People are so, so bizarre. He obviously like, was a psychopath. That, that is yes, it. clearly. Did you wait? But like, did you not like t- like chat with them before meeting? Oh yeah, and that's what I said. I'm like, hey, we have to fix your life because you can't be this mental in your life, and then you know, not have any sort of warning online. Like, so I helped him with his presence, like you know, trying to be a little more realistic. <laughs> she became his manager, mental. like his life, his life coach. coach. Yeah, yeah. His life no, coach. no, I totally did. It's like five beers in. And then, oh my God, I forgot the worst part. At the end, I'm like, okay, hey, we got to go. So then he, we were going to walk out. He's like, okay, so can I can I kiss you? Or I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> what? I've been here this entire night. That's when I was like, okay, you are helpless and there's no helping you. I got to go. So Do not follow bizarre. me. <laughs> it's, I don't know, maybe like, this was pre-COVID, right? Oh, like, yes. Oh, yeah. Long, well, this long yes. time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you would love to at least, like, blame COVID for, like, not socializing, yeah. but that's, yeah. Um, there was no, no excuse no. for him. No, he's just no, obviously no. an unfortunate disaster of a human. Yeah. It's like, are you, is there something terribly wrong with you? All right, I'll find you hot or something. <laughs> oh, my <Not> God. Good. <laughs> okay, so what if, like, as we were chatting, I was thinking about this scenario also with the online ex pictures what if there's children involved and the ex your you have pictures of your ex and your children do you delete your kids just because it's an ex yeah this is tough that's a hard one i don't think i would like delete my my family photos you know even if i broke up with my my husband or baby dad until i was in another relationship i think that's when it kind of Unless it was, like, terrible and he's a horrible person and, like, you know, cheated mm-hmm. and it was a terrible breakup. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Oof. Okay, I'm kind of, like, I'm too jealous for that. So, like, I – look, in my case, my fiancé does have children. They're older. But he had a picture of his kids when they were young, like, I don't know, like, six-year-old, three-year-old, whatever, with another boy. And so when I came and, like, saw the picture for the first time in his room or whatever, and I was like, oh, like, I obviously recognize the kids, but I was like, who's the other one? Like, thinking it's a cousin or something. I guess you don't want to ask that question, but it's okay. So I was like, who, like, oh, whose kid is that or whatever? And then I think it was, you know what? I think I, wait, let's rewind. This is the true story because I just remembered. I ended up going on, I ended up going on his tagged pictures when we first were going out. And when I got went to his tag pictures, that was just me asking for a disaster, I guess. FBI. Mm-hmm. So I ended up coming across, I think, like his ex's profile. And then that's when I put two and two together. That's what it was. So I had seen that kid in the pictures of the ex, and that was her kid. So I put two and two together oh. and realized that that was his ex's kid and then his kids in the picture. Ah, uh, yeah. Which at that point, it's like... I know you feel like such an asshole because it's like a kid, like they have nothing to do with anything. But no, what if the kids are cute? But well, I don't. Who cares about cute or ugly? I mean, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter about cute. If they're I'm ugly, so delete. De- they're ugly kids <laughs> yeah, anyway. Like, no, I'm that like, makes I'm it really so far easy. removed from this like situation. Like I'm like, oh, well, it no. was it was new to me too because it was the first time that I was with somebody that had kids, whatever. So I was like. 
of course, at a certain point, I just literally, I think I just asked him, like, hey, can we, like, get rid of this picture? And then he took it down. I mean, we, I was, like, we can print new ones. We can have, like, there's so yeah. many of you and yeah. them together or them alone or whatever. And, and he did it. So, but yeah, it and definitely, like, that made me uncomfortable. What about archiving? Like, would you care if he archived it? What do you mean? Like, like on, oh, like on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Archive? Say he archived it instead of deleting it. So it's hidden from his feed, but he still has it hidden again if again if i don't know i don't care like to be honest i think i came home one day and it was gone like because this was a physical picture in the room but when it was when he i came home and it was gone so i don't know what he did with it i mean he could it it could be somewhere it could be in my house right now i mean for all i know it's in the love box it's in the love box and then then raquel wonders why i start scrambling through all the files no no i i don't i don't for what you know what i mean i don't concern myself like it was gone he made that effort and that's enough for me yeah Yeah. i mean oh yeah yeah as someone with kids like i would have a really hard time just deleting pictures because of an ex being in it um like I have kids. They're always going to be part of my life. Like if it happens mm-hmm. to have the picture happens to have like other people and one of them happens to be an ex. Like if you want to be with me because you care for me, you love me, like everything else is perfect. And there's like that's the thing is my social media of pictures with my ex and my children. Like then I think that that's kind of like a red flag for me personally anyway, because it's like, well, I have I have a life and I've had a life before you and you can't erase my children right like so Mm -hmm. I think there's something to be said in those scenarios when maybe it is later in life like you're in your 30s or your 40s or so on I think at that point you kind of should be more over that sort of like judgment or I don't like using the word jealousy because it all comes down to personal preference like what anybody prefers like that's that's their business but I think for me, like, if I was in my 20s, yeah, I'd be like, oh, get this bitch out of here. Like, why is she on your feed? Or, like, why do you still have those pictures? But if it was something, like, right now, I'd be like, listen, I'm an adult woman. Like, this is my life. This is what happened. Again, it wouldn't be pictures of me, like, kissing and, like, super lovey, like, family photos. But if he happened to be in pictures with my children, like, I probably – and I happen to love that picture, I'm not, I'm not going to delete it. That's interesting. I mean, look, mm-hmm. hey, we have Photoshop nowadays, so you there can you always go. repost it and, and take that. I'll do it for you because I'm very good <laughs> yeah. at that. She but, is. She's great but, at Photoshop. Uh, yes. But no, I I would disagree. My mom did have previous marriages, and if I were to walk into her house and still see, like, my past stepdad or, like, um, on social and stuff, like, I just don't, I don't find the reason why the partner needs to be in it you can take a bajillion pictures with the kids yourself. You know, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Or like of them alone. Um, that's, that's just how I feel about it. Like it would make me uncomfortable even like for, even with my mom, you know, like it's, it's kind of weird for me to like see like the past stuff. Yeah. In a but home, that's different. But like photos social are different. media. Yeah. yeah. Printed photos are yeah. different. Like if it was like hanging on the wall, um, that yeah, your you, family portrait yeah. <laughs> with your ex. <laughs> they fully like, moved ex- on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm moved so on over like, right Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask my mom that, actually, because, I mean, obviously with her being, you know, she has me and my brother and stuff, and, like, I'm, she's met other people or, like, dated that have been, obviously have children. I'm curious. I want to ask her, like, would it bother her yeah. if she saw the exes, like, with them and their kids? Because I don't – I feel like she would be a little bit more like you where she wouldn't 
mine so much because she's been through it and she gets it, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so I asked my boyfriend this question before we started just to get like a guy's perspective. And mm-hmm. he's like the most lax, chill guy ever. And I was like, hey, how would you feel if I kept all my ex-boyfriends on my Instagram? <laughs> and he was like, honestly, like, why would you want that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know Baggage. why. He's like, I it's wouldn't just- care, but yeah, why do you want that? Right. It's just like negativity. I just feel like if it's on there, you're holding on to something. And if you're dating someone new, you want to be happy and move on and and with that person. And you don't want to just be on social media and be like, oh, I forgot that was there. Like I've had so many people, my friends who have dated someone and broke up and then they're dating someone else and they'd be scrolling through their own feed. They're like, oh, that's still up. Oops. And like delete it. You know what I mean? Just because it's like I'm not with that person. I want nothing to do with that person. Even if it was just a normal breakup or like they're not in my life like that anymore so if you have like a profile or an instagram and it's just like guy guy next guy next guy it's like fucking weird it's like uh, a reel of like your dating past it's and like your really it's bumble like, account yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much weird. yeah <laughs> when it should be like okay this is the person i love and that's whose photos are on there like like if you broke up with a girlfriend would you cut her photos out I think it would depend on, like, how the relationship ended, like. I have, actually. Like, a friend oh. a friend breakup. Oh, yeah. a friend breakup? Yeah. yeah, like a best friend, yeah. I have. Yeah. I have, too, because I'm. But not uh, full, like, not full either, though. Like, I don't those know. Those were never. No, I still I, have a ton I of mean, them up. Instagram, I, everything is off. Everything is very branded for myself but like Facebook I still have all my college albums up but, but like even with people you don't talk to anymore yeah. or that like you broke no, they're up. off yeah because yeah. Facebook I'm like who's looking at it my mom from 10 years ago right. she's not looking at that but <laughs> Instagram everything is gone right yeah I mean that's a good point that's a good point yeah. like why is it so different yeah but when I was a relationship is a relationship I'm not friends with any her anymore it's just like <laughs> bye I'm deleting everything <laughs> Bye, I, just, bitch. I literally was talking about this with Natasha earlier. I have no attachment to Yeah, things. no, she doesn't. Very I don't have throat. attachment to things. I'm like, bye, out, you out. Yeah, like Good. the editing process for the podcast. Yeah, I'm like, delete it. And she's like, okay. That's me. <laughs> just like that it sounds natural. I'm like, no, let it go. I don't delete. I'm glad I do the editing because I don't delete very much. I'm like, no, I like that funny part. Lauren's like, what the fuck? We sound stupid. Like, no, it's No, funny. it's true. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I've, I totally, like, let go now. Like, she's, yeah. like, cut, cut, cut. And, like, even if she's not next to me, I hear her in my head, cut. So I'm, like, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> I'm ingrained in her brain now, guys. Meat and butter only. Good yeah. job. Exactly. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely all comes down to, like, you know, personal preference. I think a lot of with Instagram it is about, like, that optic, right? Like, those optics for people because, like you guys said, if you have like guy, guy, different guy, different guy, then people are just like, it's just opening yourself up also to just like judgment and criticism and too many questions. Like, but if you're that person that like loves having your life out there and you are welcoming those like inquiries and maybe you're someone who loves drama, like lots of people do, they love the drama. So they're like, yeah, Yeah. come to me, come for me and talk to me about it. Or like they incite that with a new partner where they, it kind of prompts them to be like, so noticed you have like a few different boyfriends on your, or girlfriends on your Insta, like what's that about? And then they have that opportunity to kind of like blow up and be crazy because let's be real, some Mm -hmm. people like that. 
So, I mean, I think for me at this age, like, I'm kind of, I mean, I, I have nothing to base it on because I've been in my relationship for so long and neither of us have pictures like that. What if your husband posted a picture of his ex now? I'd, well, I'd laugh. <laughs> me too. Wasn't <laughs> <isn't> that pretty? <laughs> it's not all about looks, Jess. Yeah, she had some no, unique eyebrows. We'll, we'll say that. Was, they were unique. <laughs> oh, boy. They were <laughs> the worst. One line, one hair, all the way along. Um, but I'm not, we're not here to knock down other ladies. We love them. But um, yeah. <laughs> but ladies, get your eyebrows but right. But ladies, come that. on. Yeah, it's we don't need to be walking around with crazy eyebrows anymore. There's many, many things <laughs> so that you can do. So early Many options. <laughs> yeah, many, many options. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I just think it's a lot about the optics is just people will pass their judgment and make form their opinions on someone because of that. Like if you know the person like, really well then that's one thing but as a friend I would probably be like hey like you know this might look kind of strange and oh does like how does your partner feel about this these pictures like it's it's definitely something for conversation but we got like an opinion from a few people and they took the position of like like one person in particular was married and those pictures are still up there but this is a long time ago that they were married and they've been single for quite a while so you can see like that gap in between Of there being nobody, essentially. And she's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, but, like, that wasn't a terrible time of my life. Like, that was a very happy yeah. moment. It it helped shape me. It helped, like, create who I am. Um, I have a lot of fond memories. I My family and friends were all there for that moment. So if you can't accept that that took place X amount of years mm-hmm. ago in my life, then... But what if you get remarried? That's so awkward. Like, then do you, you should delete the like pictures then. Two wedding dresses. And she, she kind of <laughs> said yeah. that. She did say, like, you know, if I if I get remarried one day, then that is a different conversation. Like, that like, changes this things. This is my main wedding. Yeah. This is the wedding that I want <laughs> yeah. people to see and remember <laughs> and, like, talk about and, and know about. But that gap there, I think, makes a huge difference when it's, like... You know, if you scroll, 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 and then find a picture of your ex, and you've had like a life and years or whatever, it's like twenty two thousand and nine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if yeah, there is that gap of only like you and your friends or whatever the fuck before there's a new guy, I think that makes a huge difference. I mean, I'll probably find it, but <laughs> <Yeah>. it's fine. <laughs> like yeah. on January eleventh in two thousand and eleven. <laughs> Who are you with? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> who is that no it's really bad it's bad because like my friends will obviously if they start dating someone i'll stalk them obviously because that's my job and when i, meet I love them, how I you're pretend... doing this for your friends it's a, sel- a self-appointed oh, yeah. job yeah yeah a self-appointed job no, no, i'm sure your me, friends like, love here. it they'll be like here have fun and then when i meet them i have to pretend i don't know anything about them oh god oh yeah and you're like yeah i know <laughs> I, re- I remember that and they're like what you're like nothing Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, what? No, huh? Sure. <laughs> and then I just, or I'll ask, because obviously we talk for a living, I'll just ask a ton of questions. I'm like, do they, does it match up to your pictures? Oh my God. Like, it turns into a full-on interview based on what you already God, know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and she remembers every single thing. That's so funny. I love that. <laughs> well. You can really weed tell- them out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, every person needs a Raquel in their life. Like, you need that friend that will <laughs> do that yeah. work for you because like I don't have I that probably I know Lauren I wish you were more like that I would have gone on like half as many shitty dates as I did so 
Yeah, I'm sorry. So could you it's start? all her fault. <laughs> but I will say, if they don't have social media, it makes things a lot of things harder. Obviously, yeah. I know. What else would you do? Like in their bushes, really following them? <laughs> no, you have to. You have to Google them. You Google them. I feel like oh, everyone okay. has like a LinkedIn profile. Like you can get some. Oh yeah, info that's good there. Too, but then you see, yeah, then they'll see that Raquel's looking. So that's just no. Weird. <laughs> so okay, here's my FBI tip that I learned: is that nice. you sign out of your profile and then you like as if you aren't a LinkedIn member so it's as if you're about to join and you get to do like a you know like a an anonymous yeah an anonymous stalker yeah so it's not associated with any profile yeah this is amazing (laughs) this is breaking news everyone it is hot even for like professional things that i've wanted to create but like don't want other like you know even not even like romantic or sexual endeavors i just wanted to creep don't ask me how i know this i don't know how how do you know this yeah it it was wisdom passed on from an elder (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny good good well, ladies, like, this has been such an awesome conversation, and it's been so fun. And before we close, though, there is the story that, Natasha, I need you to tell, because I just find <laughs> oh this, like, God. hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of relationships oh, and goodness. weddings, yes. um, share. Yeah. Share your yeah. kind of crazy experience. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> I, I got... I don't even know my dates. I'm so bad. Like, I don't know when when we, we started going out, when we got proposed to. Like, I'm really bad with that. I have to look in my notes. <laughs> you but mean your anniversary? Sometimes, yeah, all the anniversary stuff, <laughs> I'm very bad. My notes. Um, yeah, so whenever that date was, you know, a year and plus ago, um, we, were, we were getting together. We would talk about, you know, getting married or, like, the engagement and stuff. And then when he proposed to me, um, it was like super nice. We were at a really nice restaurant having brunch and he Aww. proposed and it was like super, super nice. We met up with a close friend of mine after and we just like partied all night long kind of thing, like just us. And then I don't know, like that was sometime obviously before COVID and we had been planning, I think to do like a summer wedding or something like that in Italy. And that's where he's from. He's Italian. Nice. And so... I had always kind of had that in the back of my mind, like whether knowing him or not, like even before I was always like, I saw myself like going somewhere in Europe or like not eloping, but like maybe bringing some friends Mm -hmm. or whatever and doing like a destination wedding. And so I was like, perfect. And we start like kind of, you know, thinking of the plans and stuff. And then I think it was around March time that we were both Raquel and I and at the radio station we were trying to plan out stuff for Miami Music Week which is when Ultra Music Festival is and all that stuff and I think it was like right around that time that I was just like both of us were like trying to figure out some stuff we had some like deadlines and there's like high season for his job and all this stuff so we're like oh my god like we might have to get married like you know in March or in April or something like we're we're kind of you know, let's speed up the process a little bit because, you know, we're just worried about like all the stuff that we have that's going on like at that time and after. So yeah, we basically, I blame Ultra Music Festival and Miami Music Week because for canceling my wedding because we had (laughs) planned everything like to go to Italy and all this stuff. And like, 
then I was like, you know what? I literally can't do that because I need to go to festivals and she I need to, to be with DJs me. She needs to be with me. I need to be on stage when Martin Garrix and Zed do their first collaboration and we be the first it. people to record it and get it to go viral. So yeah, that was definitely my priority over the wedding. Yeah. That time. I remember you were like trying to plan flights. Yeah. We were like trying to figure out dates and everything. And it was just like, no, we're definitely going to... The wedding's going to have to wait until I get all my, you know, Priorities. EDM situation. And <laughs> I mean, of course, it, it was for the job. Like, I mean, of course, like for my resume and everything, we really wanted to make sure that we could get more exclusives and get published and stuff like that for stuff we were doing. But I was like, that's going to have to wait. So we're going to push that back a little bit, a little bit longer. And then, of course, <laughs> COVID comes. So not only do I not get a wedding, I don't get Miami Music Festival or Miami Music Week. And Fuck. I don't get Ultra Music Festival either. Yeah. And then we got furloughed. So and then we got story. fired. Let go. So no. here we are. <laughs> I mean, I'm. But we have a podcast. So that's yeah, dope. You guys have a podcast and that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, not sure. I mean, that's what um, came out of it. Of course, that's what has to happen. The world goes into a pandemic. And I mean, like all the people that were did have a wedding planned and then that just got shit on because of COVID. Yeah. Like, holy shit. And like, I don't and I'm not one of the like, I don't understand. And I'm sorry, like to anyone doing it. But I don't understand the concept of like rushing like mm. getting the wedding and like do like I don't want to try a dress on with like my mask and like I don't know it's like I'd rather wait you know but I get it like weddings were never like a huge dream for me either where I was like oh my god like I want a perfect wedding like I wasn't that girl but same um yeah I'd rather just wait like, I also I do it during COVID stuff don't get it like I, I know of a few people yeah. that have gotten married through the pandemic yeah. and I'm just like, like rushed into yeah it. like yeah. why I mean look I I get it like some people obviously had certain things booked like that part I yeah. understand and there's cultural like, things we, associated too yeah. So. Yeah, like I'm not, I don't, I didn't have anything booked, obviously, and like not like I can go to Italy now, so we're we're forced to wait at this point. (laughs) It'll be so much more better. So much more better. Beautiful, beautiful English, Jess. Hideously put, but what I meant was it'll be even better this time than the first planned wedding. Yeah, and plus I was like, I don't want an anniversary on the busiest week of my life. It's because I was like imagining my yeah, future every so year I was from like, then. I, yeah, it needs to be like separate from all the rest. Yeah, yeah. no, well, you have to good. spread out like, like the good fun throughout the year. You can't have like all of it happening in one month. That would just be too rushed. Yeah. You need to spread out all too the much. fun. Yeah, we we Aww. talked about that in an episode about anniversaries yeah. and stuff, and like if we're okay with it being oh like, on holidays and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, oh that's I hate like that. Yeah, no, I, would I hate tell that. my boyfriend all the time, do not even think to propose to me on on Christmas or on my <laughs> that's birthday. That's what I said. It's that's hideous. What I, said. I agree. That's already a fun It's day. already spread it taken. Out. Like yes, yes, yeah. it's already yes. Taken. It's taken. Yeah. It's taken. No, I'm so Been with you. I think those people are like lazy groupers. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I hope your husband or your fiance didn't propose to you on one of those days. She, she's Did like, he? actually, Valentine's Day. Like, okay. <laughs> no. Did he? Did he? Did he? Yeah, propose on like, a holiday. You. Oh, me. Yeah, you. Oh, no, no, not me. Sorry, oh. I thought you. <laughs> I was like, no, I, I was know. like looking at yeah. you waiting for an answer. 
no, no. Did your fiance? Oh, I'm sorry. No. You know, if I remember correctly, I think it was like August time. So it's just like totally separate from everything. Oh my god, you should figure that out. You need to figure these days out. I swear it was like August. She just don't know the number. Yeah, I suck at this stuff, but yeah. I know well, okay. what his birthday is. That's what matters, I think. That's important, for sure. <laughs> That's the first you know step. My, do you know what my birthday is? <laughs> I know that you're a Pisces. <laughs> What's your birthday? About it a times. Wait, hold on. It's 24th. It's okay. You're a Scorpio. It's That's the 24th, right? Yeah. 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 Of what? Oh, of what? April. What? March. <laughs> my birthday? February. <laughs> I'm confused. No, it's next month. Yeah. Yeah, it's February 24th. There, see? Okay, you got to it. You got to it. That's good. I was like, wait. No, because I hear her talk about it, but I like, I'm put on the spot now. We were literally planning out our content schedule next for next month. And I was like, oh, that's my birthday. And it was the day of an episode release. She literally said that like an hour ago, but I, uh, yeah. That's okay. No, we're not judging you for that. That's fair. (laughs) You came to it. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You were covered. Judge you. Do you know what my birthday is? November. What? It's the first week. See? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're both bad with dates. <laughs> oh, I have the worst memory. I have a goldfish. Uh, goldfish. <laughs> I need to take the jelly, the, the memory pills, but my dad, he's a pharmacist, and he said that jellyfish are on, a, there's a shortage, so I can't. Oh. I can't. What? <laughs> I can't. What? The memory pills. Why are those from jellyfish or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, what is that comment? It's like two random comments. <laughs> no. <laughs> By the way, jellyfish yeah. are endangered. <laughs> like, did you mean yeah. to end that yeah. sentence? <laughs> like, wonder why. Yeah. You're like Dory. You're like Dory. I, no, I, I'm literally Dory. <laughs> that is me. I am one with Dory. That's I'm so one. funny. Yeah, this is the best way to close out this episode on that hilarious note. But yeah. before we do, we definitely need you to tell our listeners where they can find you and your podcast and all your all your stuff. Yes, we're um, on Instagram at millennial underscore girls. And millennial is spelled with two L's and two N's yes. because people... We even made that typo when we first started, and it's our name. But, yes, my personal is at Natasha Salahi. At Raquel Goldie. <laughs> yes, Wait, is that us. the right We're spelling? We're on YouTube, Apple, all of it, yeah. <laughs> Millennials spelled correctly now, yes. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for clarifying. I didn't know that. I yeah. still don't know that, so thanks for telling me. <laughs> You're welcome. Now you know how to spell it. Yeah, You're learning so much in the last three minutes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jellyfish, how to spell yeah. millennial, our birthdays. <laughs> well, as always, you can follow us at Herspective underscore podcast on Instagram. And this was an absolute treat, ladies. You are so fun. And I, I know that we'll be chatting again another time. Oh, yes. Yes, when we come to Miami. Yes. Well, before that. But yes, yes. also then. At Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> Just not in my Coachella. Yeah. Coachella. <laughs> All right, guys. Yes, thank thanks you. Thanks so much for having us. Bye. 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 Bye.